is the Rising Sisterhood Podcast, where we're on a mission to create a movement of success for women globally so they can be celebrated, empowered, and decide to rise regardless of the circumstance. I know you're here to be inspired by bold women courageously sharing their stories of overcoming fear and listening to intuition so together we can amplify our voices. Today, I invite you to join our sisterhood and rise with us. Today, I really wanted to share with you my story so that you could understand how the Rising Sisterhood book and the movement got started and give you a little bit more of an in-depth understanding of why this movement means so much to me and the trajectory of how it has changed my life. So first, I want to just start off in case you have not yet met me or heard my story to know that um, a little bit about my background before I get started with my personal story. So I am a former childhood educator, preschool director who turned accidental impact driven entrepreneur. So for the last eight years, I've been working as an operations and project management expert for visionaries and change makers in the online space, typically coaches and creatives. I've used that experience as a preschool director in the education field to become a partner, a strategic partner with my clients as their operational leader and integrator within their business. And by doing that, I help them increase their profits, empower their team, and scale their business without frustration and complete ease. What I had found over the last eight years, though, is as I'm partnering with these influential change makers and helping them reach their impact in their business and creating the ripples of change that they want to see in their own communities and working behind the scenes to enable them to do that, I was unconsciously not working on the things that actually light me up personally and moving my personal vision forward because I was always working behind the scenes, right? And it it always felt like their, their vision was bigger than the vision that I had personally. And so... I figured out that I needed to make time to do that, but I wasn't sure, I wasn't clear on what what is that thing? Like, what is that movement? How do I engineer something of passion when I haven't really been cultivating my own passion and wasn't really sure where... I wanted to see success in the world and where I wanted to create an impact. And so that is how I got to this point. Um, The idea of the rising sisterhood movement fell into my lap. Uh, It was very serendipitously fell in my lap over a year and a half ago. I, you know, was hearing that whisper, that faint calling. Um, but I I always was like pushing it down because of why am I the person to do this? How am I the person to do this? It's too big of an idea, of a passion, this movement that I had kind of 
an idea for a little tiny light bulb that was still kind of dim, it felt too big. It felt like I wasn't the person to do this and somebody out there who had more experience um, or could communicate in a better way. This was their this was their mission. I wasn't the one to bring it apart, bring it to light. But that idea, the rising star idea, just kept growing louder and louder and louder. And I, I knew that I couldn't keep ignoring it. I knew I had this larger purpose, but I had to figure out how I could be the person to bring it to fruition. You see, at the time, I was playing small. I was playing really, really small. And I'm going to get just really vulnerable through telling my story so you can hopefully relate to why I always felt small. And so when I was growing up, I believed that I did not matter. My voice was not made to be heard. I was made to be invisible. And through these were these ideas and it became a belief system were perpetuated by childhood traumas that I endured. And then it became magnified once I entered my school years um, and it skyrocketed once I hit those pre-adolescent years. And it really became something that I internalized about myself and it intensified and was validated by other people outside of my family unit with bullying and and mocking the places that were supposed to be safe my house my home my school those those places were no longer safe and that really validated to me at the time that i did not matter and that i was essentially less than everyone else, especially my peers. You know, I can still hear the ringleader um, at times with her piercing voice in my head. And, you know, she would say a lot of things where she would mock my external appearance. But what always hurts the most is when someone is mocking the things that are internal to you. So she would say things like, I can't, I can't believe her family even likes her. No wonder her dad left. She's barely going to make it to graduation. I hope she slits her wrist. So it was, it was those sort of comments and that sort of verbal attacks that kept growing this piece in me that just believed that I was no one and I was destined to not do anything for my life and that I always needed to just continue to wear a mask and try to hide and 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 
and not ever try to strive to be more. And so it was through these years and into adulthood that I kept trying to minimize myself, kept trying to be small, to keep on a mask, uh, not allow anybody to actually see me or get to know the real me. I believed that there was no place for me. My voice was useless. I was never going to amount for anything. And essentially, I had no purpose and I was just occupying space. You know, there were so many nights when I would lay in bed and just think, what if I left? No one would care. No one's going to notice. But I stayed. I just decided to trudge on. Uh, leaving wouldn't make things better. Uh, so I just stayed. And every day ended up being more hopeless than the last. And it was through this continued, um, through adulthood that it continued and eventually manifested itself into what has kind of haunted me um, all of these years, uh, which is imposter syndrome. And um, I believe there's other things underlying that, but I'm not going to get into all of those details, but really, I really suffered imposter syndrome. And at times I still do today. I think it's, it's a normal thing. You know, I was always just going to be destined to be less than everyone else. You know, who am I to think that I would be worthy of success? Who am I to believe that I am someone that's supposed to be heard? Who am I to even think that I have the right to do any of these things. Learning to overcome this self-hatred is a really difficult journey. But I made the decision to dig myself out. And it wasn't until I was in a destructive path as a high school senior that... I found a small light. Um, it was like the when you're shut in a room and it's complete darkness, but under the door you can see that little, like little ambience of light come through. That is what it felt like. And so it was through this outside perspective that I found love and I found support. And I found somebody to tell me that I am worth it, that I am someone to be heard. I am someone that can demand success. And it was through that piece that I decided I needed to start taking action to actually change my life, to move myself out of these situations that were harmful. And it was through that period where I decided, you know, let's take a leap of faith. Let's, you know, create a business. Let's rise above this lingering shame. I've got to do something. It took many, many years of hard work, but I dug into this idea at the time when I was coming through and understanding my trauma and understanding who I was and peeling off each layer of the mask that I could be worthy. I was worthy. I am worthy. And so I took 
imperfect action to move past the intersection of brazen ambition and self-doubt. And so it was when I made this decision, my whole life changed. My relationships changed. My business changed. I became somebody else. I was ready and willing to put in the work to put on blinders and stop looking at everyone else. I was, I stopped worrying about the Joneses over there. I stopped work, worrying about whether um, their grass was greener or not, right? I had to become a new person. And, you know, just as there was happiness, I would encounter upper limiting and then, and I would wonder how do I make, make it past this? And that is where this idea of the rising sisterhood movement was sparked to life. There had always been this pulling on my heart to create a space for amazing women to share their stories and a place where other women can see that they were not alone, that there are, there is power in our shared circumstances. And as a community through the rising sisterhood, we could honor those shared experiences. We could empower each other. We could celebrate. We could lift each other's up. I knew this because that is what I needed. I needed that sisterhood. I needed somebody to, to pull me through. I needed somebody to empower me to make that, that decision to change. I needed somebody to, to hold my back as I decided to rise, as I, as I ripped through the box that was holding me down, as I was crawling to my next life. I needed that. I, but when this came about, I was still, I was stuck. I was playing small. I knew I needed this movement. I knew other women needed this movement, but it was hard to take action on it at the time because Again, like imposter syndrome just kind of kept striking me, just kept slapping me in the face saying, you're not the person to do this. But that nag just grows louder and louder and was insistent. And as I'm taking my daughter to a softball tournament, we're driving this scream in my head just yelled at me. Now is the time. This is for you. You have to do it. The proverbial light bulb happened. This was my purpose. This was my calling. And I had to. It was not a, oh, maybe you should. It was this instinct without within me that just wanted to crawl out to say that this was my perfect purpose. I needed to engineer this movement. I needed to show my daughter and other women that were stuck that it doesn't matter if you're afraid to tell your story. You have to tell your story. You have to talk through it. You have to push through. You need to share. You need to step on the stage. You need to, to talk to others in your community. Your story, my story matters. And it doesn't matter if you, you, you feel it insignificant or your story feels insignificant. Your story matters. Your story can change somebody else's life.
And we have to really understand that it's literally a decision. You have to sit with it and decide, am I ready and am I willing to take messy, imperfect action and start telling my story? And that is how the Rising Sisterhood movement and the book was cultivated. I, I heard that yell in my head and I knew I had to take action. I, I reached out to other women who I felt also had this empowering message and was like, Hey, this is a crazy idea, but what do you think about this? Are you on board? And every person that I talked to, they were like, yes, I want in. I want to be part of this movement. I want to get in at the ground floor. And that to me really said, this is not a crazy idea. People actually do need this. And so as I'm going through this, trying to figure out, okay, how do I actually make this book happen? I've never created a book. I haven't, you know, in all my years of project management, I haven't done a book uh, launch project. And as I was reading and really diving into some personal development, there was this quote that really resonated with me and kind of pulled me out of the, my cocoon and, and began, began like the, it was the precipice of actually like taking the next logical step. I got the authors. And so what do I do now? The quote is from Brene Brown and it says owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing that we'll ever do. And that is so true. We have to own our story. It's messy. It's hard. It's painful, but it's also so glorious and so amazing. And it's so inspiring. And it's the bravest thing that we will ever do to tell somebody else this story of how we overcame, how we transformed, how we became a new woman. And that is why this book and this movement means so much to me. It has healed so many wounds that I just had covered in band-aids and now they're actually beginning to heal. The first volume of our book that we're launching now features the stories of these 16 remarkable women who are determined to rise. In these chapters, you hear how they are courageously stepping into their power to change their narrative, to unlock their dream, to create massive impact. You know, so often we keep playing small because we're afraid to be vulnerable. We're afraid to challenge the, the status quo. We're afraid to stand up. And it was this idea of continuing to playing small and feeling small that really created the idea to build a platform for those women, for myself, who are ready to own their power and really step into what they actually desire. We are aligning our shared messages. We are aligning our shared struggles and our transformations to amplify all of our voices together into this movement. And 
that magnification is how we get to rise together, how we get to celebrate. If you are someone who has been putting your true dreams and a more fulfilling life on the back burner, then this book, this movement, you are in the right place. It is time for you to own your brilliance. It is time for you to rise. Some of the stories in our book are just amazing to to hear and learn from. You can hear how one of our our authors was able to quiet the noise and create a foundation that allowed her to see and experience a life balance without overwhelm as a special needs mom and a business owner. There's honest insight into what it feels like to consciously choose a path that destroys you and how you work hard to create faith and overcome to meet those challenges and and letting go to ultimately become the women that you choose to be. There's a woman who discusses her perspective of everyday life as an, as, um, an American of African descent living in Texas. She discusses her deepest fears of limiting beliefs growing up and how she has overcame them in a huge way and the lessons that she's learned through those There's stories of how a woman who was born with a congenital heart defect and people kept telling her, you are breakable, you cannot do this, how she overcame that box that everyone kept putting her in. There is a story that you can relate to across the board, if not all, more than a handful. And I know that... If you are a woman who desires more and you are ready to tell your story or be inspired by somebody else's story, a real story, this book and this movement is for you. What I want you to know is that if you've ever told yourself a story of how you are less than someone else, this is simply a false narrative that we create within ourselves. It's that inner critic that paralyzes our efforts to move forward. It's that constant comparison game that robs us of our happiness. And if you decide to keep playing it, that game is going to keep you from fulfilling your purpose and reaching your goals. But if you are determined to reach success, and I know that you are, you have to decide to revise the current story you are playing and repeat in your head. Those that realize their dreams are the ones who, despite their troubles, despite their hardships, will eventually cross the finish line, even if that means that they're crawling their way to completion. Don't let the stories of others pull you off your path to greatness. Let those stories empower you to decide to rise and step into your own greatness. Your story is so uniquely yours. I want you to know that it is important for you to share your story. I want you to walk forward with confidence, determination, and never forget your vision. Do not wait for permission to start living your dream. Begin it today. You too, just like me, 
can be fueled by your purpose and engineer a powerful movement for yourself and for whoever else. And so I would love to invite you to purchase the Rising Sisterhood book if you have not yet done so. If you do purchase before March 30th, you are going to receive free access to the Rising Sisterhood Collective. When you're in the collective, you are going to receive a monthly workshop from our authors that is focused on helping you become the holistic version of yourself that you need to be. We are looking at how you can create change internally and build confidence to continue sharing your story. We will have other special guests within the collective, journaling and reflection prompts, monthly action items to help you continue to step forward. And more importantly, you're going to have a community, our sisterhood of like-minded women who are there to empower you and to hold you up if you feel like you need to have some additional support or that you cannot stand on your own two feet. We will be there. We will lock arms with you. If you are ready to become part of this movement, become part of our collective, become part of our sisterhood, please go to the rising sisterhood book.com backslash purchase. And also remember not only are you purchasing the book to support our co-authors as they are telling their stories, you are supporting the Trevor Project. Proceeds from our book and the collective do go to the Trevor Project. And not only do we appreciate your support, but those that look for support through that program are also thankful for your support as well. So as I end this, I just want you to know that we appreciate you. If you've listened to this uh, video, which was probably much longer than I ever intended it to be, and you feel empowered to make a difference, to be part of this movement, I want you to know that we would love to have you. We would love to support you. And we would love to see the change that you're going to make in the world today. So... That said, I hope to see you in the sisterhood and we will talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Rising Sisterhood podcast today. Be sure to visit our website, therisingsisterhoodbook.com to learn more about our Rising Sisterhood movement and how you can also become a co-author in our next collaborative book. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, you may want to check out our latest book on Amazon. Just go to therisingsisterhoodbook.com backslash purchase to be directed to the Amazon checkout page. We appreciate your support. And remember, our sisterhood sees you. If you've ever felt invisible, this movement is for you. We see you. You matter.